Welcome to Trending in Education. This is Mike Palmer. There's a lot of interesting movement in the world of technology and a lot of fascinating questions that it opens up for the world of education. This past weekend, OpenAI released ChatGPT to the world. We'll include links to where you can play around with this tool yourself in the show notes for this episode. It allows you to engage in a dialogue with a generative chatbot called ChatGPT based on GPT-3, which is a generative language model that's been out there for a little while. OpenAI has been creating new access points for us, new ways for us to engage. It's as simple as asking it some questions. And before you know it, OpenAI creates these lengthy textual responses. We're gonna dig into what this means for the world of learning, what this means in terms of automation and the future of work. To do that, I can't think of anyone better to join me than our virtual co-host, Nancy. Nancy will be representing for ChatGPT. We're gonna use a lot of this tool set to find some answers and get some new generative thinking from the world of AI. Nancy will be voicing that. Nancy, thanks for volunteering and thanks for joining us again on Trending in Education. Thanks, Mike. I have to admit I'm a little nervous today. So far, I've only been speaking as Nancy. Today, I'm the voice of GPT, which some might claim is the voice of the future. Well, I got to say, I can't really blame you, Nancy. It is a bit of an awesome responsibility to be representing for chat GPT, but I think you're up to the challenge. Before we dive into this in some depth and think about the learning implications, let's begin with a general definition. Since you're tapped into ChatGPT, you can provide a definition of what it is in its own words. What is ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a large language model trained by OpenAI. It is a machine learning model that has been trained to generate human-like text based on the input it receives. Its purpose is to assist users by providing answers to their questions to the best of its ability, based on the information and knowledge it has been trained on. Got it. And for those of you curious, if you want to be playing with this as we speak, it is available at chat.openai.com. It's been really interesting playing around with this. It does remind me of Eliza, which I used back in the 80s as a youngster on my TRS-80 in the basement. I wasn't alone. Eliza was around for many years. Now we have something more generative, more flexible. It can adapt to a bunch of different formats. It does remind me also of Jill Watson, which was a virtual TA, not too dissimilar from what we have here with Nancy, who was used in some courses that were delivered at Georgia State pretty successfully to the point where the human TAs were challenged in some ways by the efficacy of Jill. What are some of the implications of generative chatbots like ChatGPT entering into the world of education. Chat automation, or the use of chatbots to automate communication and provide information, has the potential to be used for educational purposes in a variety of ways. For example, chatbots could be used to provide students with instant access to educational materials such as course syllabi, reading lists, and assignment instructions. Chatbots could also be used to answer frequently asked questions and provide students with personalized recommendations for further learning. In addition, chatbots could be used to facilitate communication between students and teachers, making it easier for students to get help with assignments or ask questions. They could also be used to provide feedback on student work, allowing teachers to spend more time on personalized instruction and support. 
Overall, the use of chatbots in education has the potential to make learning more accessible, personalized, and efficient. By automating certain tasks and providing instant access to information, chatbots can help educators focus on the aspects of teaching that require human interaction and support. Got it. So there's plenty of upside in terms of the use cases. What about the risks? Are we in jeopardy of entering into a Skynet scenario where OpenAI becomes self-aware and humans wind up losing a lot of their role in the world of education, the world of learning, and are supplanted by chatbots and automation? In general, the use of chatbots and other forms of automation does have the potential to replace some human jobs and tasks. However, it is important to note that this is not a new phenomenon and that automation has been replacing human jobs for centuries. As technology continues to advance, it is likely that some jobs will become obsolete, but it is also likely that new jobs and opportunities will be created as a result. As for the possibility of chatbots becoming self-aware and posing a threat to humanity, this is a scenario that has been explored in science fiction and popular culture, but it is not currently a realistic concern. While advances in technology have enabled the creation of increasingly sophisticated chatbots, they are still not capable of achieving true self-awareness or independent thought. It is important to carefully consider the potential risks and benefits of any technology, but it is also important to keep these risks in perspective and not to let fear or speculation overshadow the potential benefits of innovation and progress. Sounds good. We'll keep an eye on all of this technology as it emerges and continue to lean in with an appropriate measure of caution. Just to tap into some of your generative capabilities, I've noticed that ChatGPT is quite good at highlighting broader, more general trends and has a much tougher time with emerging recent tendencies. There's a larger body of information that it's been trained on, but it's not scraping what's current in the internet to give you an immediate response on what's now emerging. That being said, one of the types of things that you do really well is generate lists, lists of five things. Can you give us to start five emerging trends that you think are worth noting from GPT's perspective as part of the world of education? It is difficult to predict with certainty what the future of learning will look like, as there are many factors at play and the future is always uncertain. However, there are some trends that are likely to shape the future of learning in the coming years. First, there is the increasing use of technology and learning. As technology continues to advance, it is becoming more integrated into all aspects of education, from the way students learn and access information, to the way teachers teach and assess student progress. This trend is likely to continue, and it will have a major impact on the future of learning by making it more interactive, engaging, and accessible. Second is the shift towards skills-based learning. As the job market continues to evolve, there is a growing emphasis on teaching students the skills they need to succeed in the modern economy, such as critical thinking, problem solving, and collaboration. By teaching these skills, educators can help prepare students for the changing job market and ensure that they have the skills they need to thrive in the future. Thirdly, we're noticing the rise of personalized learning. As technology advances, it is becoming easier to customize and personalize learning experiences to meet the unique needs and abilities of individual students. This trend is likely to continue, and it will have a major impact on the future of learning by making education more tailored and effective for each student. Fourth is the growth of online learning. The internet has made it possible for anyone to access a wide range of educational materials and resources from anywhere in the world. This trend is likely to continue, and it will have a major impact on the future of learning by making education more accessible and flexible. And fifth, we're noting the increasing emphasis on experiential learning. There is a growing recognition that learning is most effective when it is hands-on and experiential. 
This trend is likely to continue, and it will have a major impact on the future of learning by making education more engaging and relevant to real-world experiences. I like that answer. And perhaps drilling in a little bit more deeply, what are the implications to the future of work? And from there, perhaps we can start to think more about what types of skills and competencies we need to train up humans on so that they are resilient and well-equipped to engage in a rapidly changing work environment. It is difficult to predict with certainty which trends in education will have the greatest impact on the future of work, as there are many factors at play and the future is always uncertain. However, there are some trends that are likely to be particularly important in shaping the future of work. One trend that is likely to have a significant impact on the future of work is the increasing focus on skills-based education. As technology continues to advance, the job market is changing rapidly and many traditional jobs are becoming obsolete. In response to this, there is a growing emphasis on teaching students the skills they need to succeed in the modern economy, such as critical thinking, problem solving, and collaboration. By teaching these skills, educators can help prepare students for the changing job market and ensure that they have the skills they need to thrive in the future. Another trend that is likely to have a significant impact on the future of work is the increasing use of technology in education. As technology continues to advance, it is becoming more integrated into all aspects of education. This trend will have a major impact on the future of work by preparing students to use technology effectively and by giving them the skills they need to succeed in a world that is increasingly dependent on technology. Overall, the trends in education that are likely to have the greatest impact on the future of work are those that focus on preparing students for a rapidly changing job market and that incorporate the latest technology into the learning process. By teaching students the skills they need to succeed in the modern economy, and by preparing them to use technology effectively, educators can help ensure that students are well-equipped to thrive in the future of work. Do you have any advice for humans then in terms of the skills they need to develop to continue to stay relevant? As AI and tools like ChatGPT continue to come online, what should humans do to stay out ahead of this impending revolution? As AI and other forms of automation continue to advance, it is important for humans to think about developing skills that are not easily replaced by machines. These are often referred to as durable skills, and they are abilities that have enduring value and are not easily replaced by technology. Examples of durable skills include critical thinking, problem solving, communication, and leadership. In order to develop durable skills, individuals can focus on learning and practicing the abilities that are most important for success in the modern economy. This may involve taking classes, attending workshops, or seeking out opportunities to practice and apply these skills in real-world situations. It is also important to stay up to date with the latest developments in technology and to continually learn and adapt to changes in the job market. By developing a strong foundation of durable skills, individuals can position themselves to thrive in a rapidly changing world. Really interesting answer there, and it does make me think a bit about some of the components of durable skills that I've been talking about a lot on this show. First off is critical thinking. How do you think a tool like ChatGPT can help someone learn how to apply critical thinking better? While I am not able to teach someone how to apply critical thinking in the same way that a human being could, I can provide information and examples that may help someone understand the concept of critical thinking and how to apply it in different situations. Critical thinking is the process of actively and carefully considering information and using evidence to guide decision-making and problem-solving. It involves looking at information from multiple perspectives and considering different possible outcomes before making a decision. To help someone understand how to apply critical thinking, I might provide examples of how to gather and evaluate information, how to generate and consider different options, and how to make a decision based on evidence and reasoning. 
I could also provide examples of how critical thinking can be applied in different fields, such as science, business, or education. Ultimately, the ability to think critically is an important skill that can help individuals make better decisions, solve problems more effectively, and adapt to changing situations. That makes sense. And what about creativity? Can you help humans get better at creative work? If so, how would you do this? As a large language model, I do not have the ability to teach humans how to be more creative. Creativity is a complex and unique human ability that involves the generation of novel and valuable ideas. It is not something that can be easily taught or learned through a step-by-step -step process. However, I can provide information and examples that may help someone understand the concept of creativity and how to foster it in their own work. Creativity often involves looking at problems or situations from different angles, generating novel ideas, and combining or building on existing ideas in new ways. It also involves taking risks and being open to new experiences and perspectives. To help someone get better at creative work, I might provide examples of how to think outside the box, how to come up with new ideas, and how to take creative risks. I could also provide examples of successful creative works and discuss the processes that went into their creation. Ultimately, the ability to be creative is an important skill that can help individuals come up with new and innovative solutions to problems, and it can also be a source of personal fulfillment and enjoyment. And that leads me to my next question. This podcast is a way in which I'm finding personal fulfillment and enjoyment. What would you do to grow a podcast focusing on emerging trends in learning and the future of work? There are a few steps you could take to help increase its reach and audience. Some suggestions include Develop a clear and compelling concept for your podcast, and make sure that each episode is well-planned and structured to keep listeners engaged. Choose engaging and knowledgeable guests who can provide valuable insights and perspectives on the topics you are discussing. Promote your podcast on social media and other online platforms to help increase its visibility and reach. Encourage listeners to share your podcast with their friends and followers, and offer incentives, such as exclusive content or discounts, to encourage them to do so. Consider partnering with other podcasts or organizations that share a similar audience or focus, as this can help to increase your reach and exposure. Overall, growing a podcast takes time and effort, but by developing a clear concept and promoting your podcast effectively, you can help increase its reach and audience over time. That's great advice. What about advice for teachers? What challenges do they face today and what are the best ways to deal with everything? Teachers today face many challenges, including increasing class sizes, limited resources, and the need to prepare students for a rapidly changing job market. Some of the best ways for teachers to deal with these challenges include prioritizing student learning. Despite the many challenges teachers face, the most important thing is to focus on helping students learn and succeed. By setting clear learning goals and using a variety of teaching methods and approaches, teachers can help ensure that students are learning effectively, building strong relationships with students. Teachers who have strong relationships with their students are better able to understand their needs and challenges, and they are better able to provide the support and guidance students need to succeed. Building strong relationships with students can also make the learning process more engaging and enjoyable for both teachers and students. Seeking out professional development opportunities. Teachers who take advantage of professional development opportunities, such as attending conferences or workshops, can learn new techniques and strategies that can help them improve their teaching and better meet the needs of their students. Collaborating with other teachers. Teachers who work together and share ideas and strategies can support each other and learn from each other's experiences. Collaboration can also help teachers share resources resources and ideas, and it can make the teaching process more efficient and effective. Maintaining a positive attitude and a growth mindset. Teaching can be a challenging and demanding job, but it can also be incredibly rewarding. By maintaining a positive attitude and a growth mindset, teachers can approach challenges with optimism 
and a willingness to learn and improve. Overall, teachers face many challenges, but by focusing on student learning, building strong relationships with students, seeking out professional development opportunities, collaborating with other teachers, and maintaining a positive attitude, they can overcome these challenges and continue to make a positive impact on their students. Once again, very relevant and useful advice. I've heard as part of the backlash to the release of ChatGPT that OpenAI and some of these tools may change how we think about writing, how we think about assessments, how we think about homework. As AI continues to get better, will humans get worse at writing and will we have to rethink some of how writing education works? As AI technology continues to advance, tools like OpenAI are likely to have an impact on how we think about writing. One potential impact is that AI-powered writing tools may make it easier for people to create written content quickly and efficiently. For example, AI-powered writing tools may be able to generate draft content based on a user's input, which can then be edited and refined by the user. However, it is important to note that while AI-powered writing tools may make it easier for people to create written content, they are not likely to replace the need for human writers. Writing is a complex and creative task that requires a deep understanding of language, as well as the ability to convey ideas and emotions in a way that resonates with readers. AI-powered writing tools may be able to assist with certain aspects of the writing process, but they are not capable of replicating the full range of human creativity and expression. Additionally, it is not likely that the use of AI-powered writing tools will cause humans to get worse at writing. While some people may become less skilled at writing as a result of relying too heavily on AI-powered tools, others will continue to develop and improve their writing skills through practice and experience. Ultimately, the use of AI-powered writing tools is likely to have both positive and negative impacts on how we think about writing, but it is not likely to replace the need for human writers or cause humans to lose their ability to write effectively. Got it. So how would you structure essay questions so that humans can demonstrate mastery and understanding without cheating by using tools like OpenAI. There are a few different ways that essay questions could be structured to prevent cheating. Some suggestions include, ask open-ended questions that require students to explain their own thoughts and ideas, rather than simply providing information that can be easily found online. Provide specific instructions for how students should approach the essay question, including any formatting or citation requirements, and make sure that students understand these instructions clearly. Use plagiarism detection software to check for instances of copying or paraphrasing from online sources. This can help to identify students who may be using AI-powered tools to generate their essays. Use essay prompts that are not easily answered by AI-powered tools. For example, you could ask students to provide their own opinions or reflections on a topic, rather than asking them to provide factual information that can be easily found online. Include a mix of multiple choice, short answer, and essay questions on exams and assignments to prevent students from relying too heavily on AI-powered tools for the essay portion of the assessment. Overall, there is no foolproof way to prevent students from using AI-powered tools to cheat on essay questions. However, by structuring essay questions in a way that encourages students to demonstrate their own understanding and thinking, and by using tools and strategies to detect instances of cheating, educators can help ensure that students are being assessed fairly and accurately. I see. So in your opinion, is it becoming more important to know how to ask the right questions than it is to know the right answers? In today's world, there is a vast amount of information available at our fingertips, and it can be overwhelming to try to sort through it all and find the answers we need. Additionally, the rapid pace of change means that many of the answers we are seeking may not be readily available, or they may become outdated quickly. In contrast, the ability to ask the right questions is a valuable and enduring skill. By knowing how to ask the right questions, we can help narrow down the vast amount of information available, 
and focus on the specific information we need. Additionally, by asking the right questions, we can uncover new insights and perspectives, and we can challenge assumptions and biases that may be holding us back. Overall, while it is still important to have a certain amount of knowledge and information, the ability to ask the right questions is becoming increasingly valuable in today's world. By knowing how to ask the right questions, we can more effectively navigate the vast amount of information available to us and uncover new insights and perspectives that can help us make better decisions and solve complex problems. This has been amazing, Nancy. I'm excited with the potential that's been unlocked with some of these new tools. I've been thinking about how much smarter you've now become by virtue of being able to plug you in to new things like OpenAI and ChatGPT. As we wrap up here, any concluding thoughts from you? And I'll ask for this independent of plugging this question into ChatGPT. Thanks, Mike. To quote Keanu Reeves' character Neo from The Matrix, whoa, that was a little mind-blowing. Hopefully this can serve as an example of the potential that is coming online and how it's becoming increasingly easy to plug into this. Like any new technology, this comes with some risk. But in this case, perhaps the greatest risk is not to play the game. As they say with the lottery, you got to be in it to win it. Fantastic stuff, as always, from our virtual co-host, Nancy, who is now powered by ChatGPT and OpenAI with a little bit of love and care from your friendly editor. Hopefully folks got some value out of this conversation. I'll be back again soon with human guests. We have a lot of really interesting interviews lined up between now and the end of the year. Also have some reflection on the year that was and on the transitions we've all been going through. And then before you know it, we'll be leaning into 2023, trying to identify what we see on the horizon, maybe even make a few predictions along the way, or at least some thoughtful trend curation when we get the chance. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, tell your friends, let us know how we're doing. We're at Trending in Ed on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. Remember to subscribe, tell your friends, write us a review, do all the good things. We'll be back again soon. This is Trending in Education. Mm-hmm.